So given the current context and frequent disruptions, most companies have realized that logistics can be a clear source of differentiation in supply chain, primarily because there are innovations which help accelerate the time to customer, driven significantly by e-commerce players with the same day delivery to our delivery and so on. So that same model is being now leveraged by the manufacturing world to have a better differentiation and enable accelerated time to customers. Welcome to the Future of Supply Chain podcast. My name is Richard Howells and I'm the Vice President for Thought Leadership for SAP's ERP Finance and Supply Chain Solutions. And I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Nicole. Thank you, Richard. Hi, everyone. I'm Nicole Smythe, and I'm a marketer, blogger, and podcaster in the supply chain space here at SAP. And today we're in store for a great conversation as we're joined by Vivek Jha from Bristlecone to discuss how you can improve shipment visibility. So welcome, Vivek. Thank you so much for joining us today, and it's so great to have you on. So if you could just take a moment to introduce yourself, Give some insight into your past experiences and your role today at Bristlecone. Hi, everyone. So thanks a lot for the opportunity, Richard and Nicole. My name is Vivek Jha, and I lead the SAP Analytics practice at Bristlecone. Before I talk about myself, let me introduce my company, Bristlecone. We are a part of the $21 billion Mahindra Group. Bristlecone is a leading provider of AI-powered application transformation services. And we have over 25 years of expertise in supply chain management, being consistently ranked as a top 10 leader in supply chain by dating agencies such as Gartner and IDC. And over the course of the last 25 years, we have extensive experience in planning, procurement, and execution. And what we've ended up doing is packaging all of our experience with assets and accelerators in order to enhance the time to value of our subsequent implementations. So I've really been lucky to have worked with Bristlecone for over 10 years now. It's been an extremely engaging journey for me, especially since supply chain is the backbone of any company and it's an exciting time to work in supply chain. I started my career as a planning SME and I've moved into a new role 12 months back where I currently lead analytics and PTPs for Bristlecone. So it's a new journey for me it's with cloud technologies. And what's been interesting is the way that I'm able to leverage the same skills of identifying white spaces, improvements in processes, and helping customers develop innovative ways in order to address some of their challenges using latest cloud technologies like PTP. No, welcome. I know the topic of today's discussion is improving shipment visibility, but I've been at SAP for 19 years and I think I've worked with Bristlecone for most of those 19 years on and off. So I know that you can talk much broader than just shipment visibility. And I think the most common answer for solving supply chain problems that we get on this podcast is we need to improve visibility. To reduce supply chain risk, we need to improve visibility. To meet supply chain and ESG regulations, we need to improve visibility. So what are you seeing as the top supply chain challenges for supply chain executives today in your experience with customers? Yeah, so over the last few years, one of the common concerns has been the supply chain disruptions that we've seen across industries ever since COVID. It has really amplified in the last five years. Started with the COVID disruptions, the semicon chip shortages that auto industry really struggled with, the Suez Canal blockage, 
And what we've realized, I think what a lot of executives have realized is that this disruption is really the norm now. And one of the main factors at play is climate change. An interesting quote that I heard recently was that while pandemic was a temporary problem, climate change is a long-term tire. And we are already seeing increases in incidents with regards to climate change. So just a few examples. I mean, we've recently had Panama Canal restrictions and most likely these restrictions are extended over the next 10 months. We've had increases in weather-related disruptions. Just as an example, the 2021 Texas freeze that forced plant closures, the Rhine River drought, which caused significant challenges in logistics. And a lot of the climate change impact is yet to play out. So for instance, we are yet to see how quickly our shipping infrastructure, port authorities will be able to cope up with the rise in sea levels and the kind of infrastructural improvements that they need in order to manage the same volumes that they currently handle. So really handling disruptions has been one of the high focus priority areas for CXOs. Increase in supply chain resilience is really the way to address it. And what's interesting is that while that's a challenge on the tech side, there's been a lot of innovation that's happening in parallel. The technology is really scaled up to handle a lot of this resilience. Just as an example, right at a time where CXOs are setting up risk management offices to handle resilience, we have technologies that are enabling them to proactively identify any leading indicator of disruption so that risk management officers can act before the market in order to truly differentiate with their competitors. Also, what's happening is that there's a lot more flexibility that's needed in supply chain right now due to some of the structural changes happening in order to make the supply chain more resilient. So that's, again, an interesting problem to solve. And with cloud solutions and AI, we have the right tools to address supply chain disruptions. You talked about some of the disruptions that have happened around COVID and climate change. And we've been writing about these topics as well. So we'll share some blogs in the show notes around the chip shortage, the Suez Canal blockage, most recently the Panama Canal, as you mentioned, and the low water levels. So we we can share some additional content to discuss some of those things in the show notes. Mm -hmm. And it's funny, Vivek, because you said earlier how, you know, the pandemic really highlighted supply chain as a really strategic and major issue or major topic now. And I always said people didn't know what I went to school for till the pandemic happened, because now all of a sudden everything they needed was out of stock or there was things that weren't coming in in time and it was supply chain. And unfortunately, it was, you know, due to bad reasoning why they finally knew what it was. But I really like how it's starting to turn around with that new technology and everything, like you said. But I think even from the different scenarios and situations that you spoke about, I think we can all agree that supply chains are often very complex with multiple tiers. And the reality is that no company can do it alone. You know, they have to rely on that network of suppliers, contract manufacturers, logistics service providers, and other partners, for example. But they also have to move goods internally from warehouses to manufacturing facilities to finished goods warehouses to DCs, you know, distribution centers. So staying on that topic, what are some of the challenges that companies have when it comes to visibility across specifically logistics and shipping processes in this scenario? Yeah, so 
given the current context and frequent disruptions, most companies have realized that logistics can be a clear source of differentiation in supply chain, primarily because the level of physical infrastructure investment needed is lower as compared to expanding manufacturing capacities or physical layouts. And that's also helped by the fact that there's a rise in 3PLs across the world and there are innovations which help accelerate the time to customer, driven significantly by e-commerce players with the same day delivery to our delivery and so on. So that same model is being now leveraged by the manufacturing world to have a, a better differentiation and enable accelerated time to customers. There's also flexibility that we spoke about earlier, especially since the supply chain structures are changing as we go into deeper markets geographically new areas, we need a lot more flexibility that's affecting the logistics world, where you constantly need to add, remove the partners that you're working with. Maybe today you're doing 70% road, but next year you may be doing a lot more railway if your supply chain structure changes. So that flexibility really impacts logistics because that's where you're working with 3PLs and you need to quickly onboard and work with new partners. There's also a need for a global solution uh, with the capability to customize as per local regions as you're expanding the market and moving into newer areas. So while handling these challenges, the current state is that companies really have varying maturity levels across different industries. So let me talk about two examples. We have companies which typically have no visibility outside traditional boundaries of the supply chain. So as soon as goods move out of their warehouses, that's essentially a black spot for them. They don't see what's happening with the goods until they receive it in their forward DCs or it's delivered to the customer. So that's one extreme where you, you don't even see what's happening outside traditional boundaries of supply chain. The other extreme is that there are certain companies and especially certain industries which are not only looking at and have visibility of in-flight shipments, but they are also able to dynamically reroute shipments as they move based on challenges that they see. So for instance, if the pattern of demand suddenly changes, they're able to read out shipments to a different geography. Similarly, we've seen innovations in process industry where inbound shipments are rerouted to different plants if you have capacity bottlenecks, weather disruptions that uh, affect the logistics lane and so on. But based on our experience, what we've seen in the industries that most companies struggle with, poor predicted delivery date, which are due to unplanned delays. A lot of companies spend manual hours tracking order status or there's a delay in even finding out the status and finding out that the shipment has been delayed. There's a lack of decision-making capability. So there's no impact analysis. We don't find out the impact of a delay, what actions to take whenever there's a delay in any shipment. And the decision-making, once that's made, the execution of that decision is also manual offline. People have to spend hours talking between logistics, supply planner, customer service, CPLs to execute the decisions in the first place. And all of this firefighting actually results in a lot of budget overruns because you end up firefighting in the last minute. You mentioned the need for improved delivery accuracy and accurate real-time data. The lack of impact analysis on customer orders or manufacturing schedules when something doesn't go according to plan. And the lack of confidence when making decisions because you don't have the information in front of you. 
and the financial impact of all of those. So what can be done to address these challenges? How are companies looking to, to solve these problems? So the first step is really to enhance your shipment visibility by enabling a capability to track orders. And this is not just at an order level. I mean, most companies need to have the analytical capabilities to get a high level summary of what are your total outbound orders, incoming orders, track the health of your shipment, uh, get proactive alerts whenever there's a delay and getting a better view of your current status of shipments. And that needs to be as real-time as possible. And a lot of the carriers are already sharing accurate carrier checkpoint data. So it's fairly an easy problem to solve because first step is just access the carrier checkpoint data with latest API technologies and get that. The second step is to make it a more comprehensive decision-making solution. So just as an example, when we see a delay, we should be able to assess the impact of the delay. So if my purchase order or a stock transfer order is delayed, what customer orders will it potentially impact? So that's where some intelligence also comes into play. That's not an easy solution to solve because you need to know how your inbounds are linked to your outbound deliveries in order to make that impact assessment. But that's really where a lot of manual time is being spent between different departments to find out what the impact of your delay is. Now that you find out that impact, you need to be able to plan mitigation actions downstream. So potentially explore ways to expedite outbound deliveries if your inbounds are getting delayed. Or some companies are also rerouting shipments. If there's a delay on a particular lane, just reroute it to a, from an alternate lane in order to achieve an adequate on-time and full for your customers. And lastly, I would say that while making this decision-making, you need to have a view on your cost and your budget compliance because you need to ensure that you're achieving all of these objectives of higher OTIF at an accurate budget uh, so that it does not impact your PNL. And what we've also seen besides these traditional steps, uh, some players in the industries are, are actually going one step ahead by enabling technology to sense external disruptions. And they're using this sense to proactively identify disruptions even before the, the delay and reroute shipments as an example so that you are ahead of the market and don't end up with a, a delayed customer order. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's great because, you know, we have the challenges. You spoke about how we address the challenges, but I think the even better thing is that recently you took part in an SAP hackathon where you created a solution to really enable that shipment visibility. So can you talk a little bit about the competition and the solution that you guys as Bristlecone brought forward to really address those challenges like you spoke about? Sure. And thanks to SAP for the opportunity. We got an opportunity to work in SAP Co-Innovation Lab Hackathon, where we developed an end-to-end -end solution around shipment tracking and mitigation, which we call TrackWell. The solution includes capability to get a live tracking and monitoring of shipments as soon as they move outside the boundaries of your supply chain. We've enabled direct carrier API integration for getting the status in real time. The solution also addresses some of the challenges that we spoke about with regards to being an end-to-end decision-making tool. So there are impact assessments wherever your inbounds are delayed. We are able to identify what are the customer orders affected due to your delays and inbounds. Uh, there's an end-to-end multi-level approval workflow to manage shipment expedites, approves your 
expedite decisions with a view on your logistics budget. And lastly, uh, what's also very important is we have situations where uh, certain legs of transport are frequently delayed. The system is able to identify that frequently occurring delay and recommends changes in the planned route lead times so that you plan for that additional buffer the next time you have a shipment on that leg in order to ensure that you don't have a delay the next time. So Hackathon was a great learning experience for us, especially since we got extensive support from SAP team during this development. Right from the time that we were developing the architecture, the solution ideation, to the finalization of the solution where we got help from SAP on the nuts and bolts of the solution on specific challenges, technical challenges, functional challenges as we were developing it. So a great, great platform for all partners to come together, address industry-wide spaces in a fun and engaging environment, which is really motivating for the team. And from Bristlecode side, we ended up engaging a large team to build the solution, especially in, since it involved multiple components and across different technologies and parallel build of these solution components in a short space of time was extremely fun, challenging, and yet a great learning experience. We ended up developing such a comprehensive asset as a result of this hackathon. So thanks a lot to SAP for the opportunity. Awesome. Well, I certainly want to be at the next one if there is one and you guys participate again. Hopefully if they have little, you know, stands or something, you know, like a cheering on, like a sporting event, I'd, I'd love to join. So. I can see your competitive nature coming out there, Nicole. So that's right in college. Yes. So, so Vivek, <laughs> as, you, as you pointed out, it's all about having visibility of when something goes wrong or even better predicting that something is going to go wrong and having the impact analysis of the butterfly effect of a delayed shipment. Which orders is it affected? Which production schedules has it affected? And ultimately, also having the ability to do something about it, being able to respond. So if you can do all of those things, what are some of the business benefits of this approach? So let's divide business benefits into the top line, which affects my revenue and the bottom line or cost savings. So the unique proposition is that the solution affects the top line as well as bottom line. So it really double dips on the benefit side. In terms of top line, the most crucial benefit is on time and full. So you achieve a higher fill rate because you're able to mitigate a lot of your delays through proactive identification and decision making that helps you expedite shipments and mitigate some of the delay. So that can improve customer satisfaction as well as a result of that. Oh, yes, absolutely. I mean, one is that you have better customer satisfaction because the customers don't get that delay. There's also the customer satisfaction due to the fact that even if there's a delay, at least the customers are getting a change notification that there's a delay. So that's definitely an impact. And then the third impact from a revenue perspective is that you reduce delays in the future because you're managing your retail data more proactive. So that's really the top line. In terms of the bottom line, we, first of all, have a reduced logistics spend and budget overruns because any decision that you make, you have a view on your budget, your spend. So you have a more informed way of making decisions with live quotes from your partners, your 3PLs, your carriers, in order to make a more informed decision. There's also a inventory reduction, but because what we've ended up with the solution is that we've reduced the buffer in lead time in certain legs. So... Uh, it's always a challenge that you don't want to keep 
but you need that confidence of knowing that your position is right to be able to have that level lower. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And with the solution, you get an identification of where is it that you have a lot of buffer, a lot of fat in your lead times, which is leading to excess inventory and excess carrying costs. And it enables you to reduce some of that excess buffer in order to optimize your inventory levels as well. And then the last one is the most obvious one, the manpower efforts and planner productivity improvements as a result, because a lot of those activities right now, manual, offline, not supported by any technology. Well, I think you summed it up best because we've always said in the past, supply chain is a balancing act. And it's very much that how do you have just the right amount of lead time and not too much inventory, like you said, or vice versa and things like that. So it is really interesting to see all of those benefits like you spoke about. And of course, the benefits that are definitely coming from all of the solutions that you have, both from just Bristlecone alone and of course, jointly with SAP as well, which we're looking forward to seeing even more you know, innovation coming from that. But moving into the future and of course, looking back, how can and how has Bristlecone helped improve interplant shipping and other supply chain challenges that your customers have dealt with over the years and moving forward into the future? So as I mentioned probably earlier, Bristlecone has extensive experience across supply chain planning, procurement and execution. And over years, we've identified the white spaces, developed assets and accelerators to address those white spaces. So that's where we come into a picture. Shipment tracking is one such example of a white space, which was addressed through an innovation on our business technology platform. And how we can help our customers is by essentially enabling scoping workshop, a fitment workshop for shipment tracking, giving you point of views on what shipment tracking via BTP can do vis-a-vis -vis other solutions, whether you need to embed that within SAP landscape, what are the different options. We also engage in certain trial accesses. So we can give you a trial access for shipment tracking for certain legs, which can help you make uh, more informed decisions by experiencing the solution yourself. And even beyond shipment tracking, we can help uh, a lot of customers with uh, different decisions. So just as an example of the ways that we are engaging with different customers, first of all, business case decision. We have business case templates across process automation, business technology developed platform innovations that can help estimate the inaccurate business case with NPV, IRR calculations automatically in order to estimate your cost and uh, overall impact on profitability. We've had multiple use case discussions on common bike spaces based on our experience. So we are running workshops with a whole host of clients where we run these workshops, identify what we've helped other clients on, what are some of the use cases applicable to your industry, what are some of the white spaces which industry is solving in order to have a more outside-in perspective of what's happening in the industry. So these are education uh, sessions that we run for our potential clients. We also do design thinking workshops where it's more an inside-out approach. We drive design thinking workshops to identify and empathize with different stakeholders, identify some of the challenges across end-to-end -end stakeholders within supply chain to identify some use cases. And what we've also done is we've engaged with clients at different stages of their maturity. So all of the above were examples of customers who were 
still brainstorming and are more on an education mode with regards to how latest cloud technologies can help them. For more mature customers, we've helped customers set up sector of excellences across process automation, application development. We're working with large customers and have set up a COE to enable them to scale up these developments in a rapid time and really manage the workload in a more effective manner. And the last, but the most important area where we've helped customers is with large transformation, where we are migrating from one uh, older legacy technologies to digital technologies. As we are doing that, there are a lot of opportunities for synergies across data, analytics, integration, consolidation, and we've helped customer achieve additional business value with reduced total cost of ownership. If everyone couldn't keep up with all of the different ways that still can help in your implementation, I'm sure we'll provide a link to your webpage in the show notes and specifically a link to the, the Trackwell solution that you created as part of the hackathon. But we're at the end of the podcast. Who said supply chain is boring? This simply flew by. So that was a great conversation and really interesting. But I do have one last question that we ask everybody. So if you could summarize in a sentence or two, what do you see as the future of supply chains? So the future of supply chain is resilient and agile, and it enables us to handle disruptions for the future. This is possible by leveraging AI-powered digital technologies like that. Wow, you met the challenge of bringing it in a sentence or two. Thank you very much, Vivek, for a great conversation. It's been wonderful. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Richard. And thanks everyone for listening. As I said, we will include links to some of the blogs that we've written about some of the topics that Vivek mentioned. We will include links to the Bristol Cone website for more information about how to improve your implementation processes for supply chain solutions. And also about the Trackwell solution that Bristol Cone created as part of the hackathon. Also, please mark us as a favorite and you can get regular updates and information about future episodes. But until next time, from Vivek, Nicole and I, thank you for discussing the future of supply chain.